Listen Fast, Listen First delivers real-time, authentic stories told by successful Connecticut business owners and community leaders. You'll hear pivotal moments of risk-taking, failure, adaptability, and resilience that all lead to success. And now the host of Listen Fast, Listen First, Alex Horton. Our next guest is Helen McElinden from Homes with Hope, a supportive housing foundation based in Westport, Connecticut, dedicated to preventing and ending homelessness in Fairfield County. Helen emigrated to the U.S. from Ireland after high school, landing in New York City, where she earned a business degree from Manhattan College and ultimately a master's in social work at Fordham University. Her demonstrated commitment to the cause of affordable housing in Fairfield County has made her a powerful partner and an effective leader in Connecticut. Helen joined Homes with Hope in 2020 and has successfully guided the organization through the pandemic. Welcome to the show, Helen. Hi, Alex. Thank you for having me here today. I'm glad you're here. So, and, and we've known each other for a while through uh, volunteering and, and et cetera, and uh, I can't say enough great things about Helen. Uh, so I'm really happy that you're here. Thank you very much. Sure. So take us back before uh, Homes with Hope. Uh, what led you to a lifelong career in the nonprofit sector and dealing with homelessness, Helen? Well, it kind of began when I immigrated from Ireland and um, part of giving back when we came to, from Ireland was working with the nuns at the Irish Centre in the Bronx. And um, I used to go with the uh, nuns and a whole group of volunteers, Irish volunteers, to Manhattan. We'd make sandwiches. And then we go to 42nd Street and we'd meet all the homeless with the um, group from Catholic Charities and from um, the Irish Immigration Centre and um, serve the homeless. And I loved it. I just really enjoyed um, supporting the homeless and finding, you know, talk every week. I look forward to meeting people and seeing if they got into housing or um, what efforts they were was being made for to help them get off the streets. So that, that was the beginning. And that was in the city? That was in Manhattan, and yep. it was in the late 80s. The late 80s, okay, all right. So you've seen a lot change in, in the way of homelessness, uh, obviously from the city into Connecticut. What, uh, if, if you could look back over the past 20 years or so, how has homelessness changed? Um, and I know that's a uh, kind of a big question, but uh, share some of your insights with our audience. A lot really has changed over the years, Um the biggest change I see is the lengths of stay at shelter, and um, we're trying to really reduce them. Um, one time people kind of lived at shelters, they stayed for long, long periods of time, but now through um, a new um, initiative called Rapid Rehousing, we move people from shelter into their own homes to different types of um, housing pretty fast, within a few months, and um, then the... It, T intensive case management is done in their homes. So um, a lot of work is done at the shelter to prepare people, and then they're moved on to housing, and um, it's a continuum of services. And as a, a system, we work very well together, in connecting all the different dots in order to support the people we serve. It's done in a very systematic way as well, and every individual or shelter guest that comes into the shelter um, needs different uh, care so we work with 
everybody in a different way and everybody has their own individual service plan to meet the needs and um, wants that they have. And, and that's, that's pretty incredible uh, for an organization to do that. Um, do you find that that's more of a, and, and I want to talk to you a lot about Homes with Hope and the organization that you, you lead currently, um, but what, what do you find across Connecticut? Um, is, is it uh, to be homeless in New London, Connecticut, or Greenwich, Connecticut, or Hartford, Connecticut? I would imagine the care is different for, for everybody. Isn't that right? Well, there's a system in place that's really unique that has really changed since I began working with the homeless system. And it's the two-on-one system through United Way. And when somebody is homeless nowadays, they call 211 and they're uh, integrated into the system. We really promote diversion. So the last stop or the last place we want anybody to end up is in a homeless shelter. So we uh, work with diverting people from front door. And um, Homes with Hope has um, diversion workers and many of the organizations throughout the state of Connecticut. And Connecticut is divided into two regions. There's the Balance Estate, which is everything else apart from Fairfield County. And um, I work under the Opening Doors Fairfield County system where there's a whole group of professional providers that support the system. And it's really great to see how everybody works together and supports each other and um, really sees if there's somebody with special needs that one agency can't handle the other agent will just phone call away to support each other and that collaborative um, work is really really important for us to be able to serve the huge demand for the homeless population in Fairfield County. So how huge is the demand for uh, the homeless population? Well, I can say there's never a bed at the Gillespie Centre or Hoskins Place shelter that's not filled. Mm. And as somebody moves on, we move people as fast as we can. And immediately um, the bed is reported to the 211 system through a homeless management information system. And um, it's very coordinated and very well organised. And um, every the minute somebody goes out, we prepare the bed and somebody else moves in. And it's the same at every shelter Um, throughout the state of Connecticut. It's very, very busy. And I have to give a shout out for the staff. The staff that work at um, the shelters are just amazing. Our staff at the Gillespie Centre are really unique people. They work so hard. They're so dedicated to the mission. And they care about everything that happens and how people get to the next step. So it's a very fast-paced job. They, you know, are constantly working all the time making sure that the people we serve get all their needs met and there's a lot of needs the people that come into the Gillespie Centre and Hoskins Place have many different um, things that need to be supported and it's not just us it's many many agencies you know in Westport Positive Directions deals with some mental health issues and supports some clinical um, assistance that people may need and there's all different uh, businesses or organizations that's part of that continuum of services you know people need a security deposit they need support for to help them get back on their feet with rent and um, the Westport Housing Authority and the Westport um, Social Services all are part of the continuum we all work together and um, 
that's just the local ones that a few of many of the local organizations that I work with. And um, there's a backbone organization called uh, Supportive Housing Works, Mm -hmm. led by David Rich, that has been really supportive um, in helping us all to stay on track and really support the system and be there for to support Opening Doors Fairfield County um, to assist us to get people to where they need to be. I'm always amazed how these nonprofits uh, work with each other. I mean, it's not really... A competition. Um, no. It's it's more of a collaboration, isn't it? It is a collaboration because one person can't do it all or one agency can't do it all. And we all are experts in what we do, but it's not just one agency that can help the people that we serve. They need lots of different agencies with many things. There's sometimes credit issues. There's um, issues around you know mental health or substance use or all different things so um, I'm so blessed that our organization Homes with Hope has the support of many many agencies and um, that's what gets us to where we need to be. And I'll say this too um, living in Westport now for um, about 20 years of my life I was introduced to the Gillespie Center through uh, your predecessor, uh, Jeff Weezer, and, um, and he's a good man. He now uh, I interviewed Jeff uh, a few weeks back. Uh, he's at Goodwill, as we know. and um, But he taught me a lot about homelessness and, um, and then um, getting involved at Gillespie Center, preparing meals. Um, talk to me a bit about Gillespie Center and how important that is in Westport. And, and the, the follow-up question to that, too, is, uh, Westport's an affluent town. Uh, why does Westport um, need a homeless shelter? And I know that's kind of a ridiculous question, but but talk to me a bit about that. Well, Homes with Hope's Gillespie Center is very unique. There's not um, many towns, affluent towns in America that do what Homes with Hope does. It's um, there to support the whole system. And having a homeless shelter in downtown Westport, right behind Tiffany's, is pretty unique. So um, I have to say that I'm very blessed that I have the position to follow Jeff Weezer and his um, predecessor, Pete Powell, Mm. and um, lead the agency forward. It's really, really important um, to... that that small towns become part of a big... Um, problems. So homelessness is a big problem and food insecurity is a big problem. And if we leave it to the big inner cities and um, a, a large problem um, can be changed by small towns helping out. And you mentioned Westport being an affluent town. Mm-hmm. It is an affluent town with a lot of very generous people that care. And Um, I know you have um, donated your time and your family and cooked some meals at the Gillespie Centre. And you and people like you and others that um, want to have their children understand that, you know, we don't live in this little bubble where everybody has a nice house and everybody has lovely meals on their table every night, that it's nice to give back and support people that need a little help at some time in their life and um, I think that the 
people from Westport that support the Gillespie Centre enjoy giving back, enjoy cooking nice meals and bringing them to the people we serve. And one thing that I really um, noticed and it um, I thought was pretty amazing when the pandemic hit and um, we had to stop um, people coming into the Gillespie Centre with food um, and we, for a while, were getting food from restaurants. And I was really excited saying to the um, shelter guests, isn't it great we will be getting the food from restaurants and it'll be really nice food. And somebody that had been, we had moved people from the Gillespie Centre to a hotel in order to um, keep them safe. And... um, one person was waiting for his housing and he came from the hotel back to the Gillespie Centre so he knew it as it was before the pandemic and he said, yeah, it's nice to get the restaurant food but there was nothing like the food mm. that was cooked at home and we don't always get um, we you know home-cooked food. I haven't had a home for many years, he told me, and he said that food that came from the houses and from people's, you know, cooked at the churches by the love of the people, that faith-based gatherings or wherever, you know, the um, National Charity League or the Slabs groups from um, Staples or all the, mm-hmm. I couldn't start naming people and I'm sorry I left so many out, yes. but all this, um, these people that cook food with their love and their children and make homemade cookies it's just amazing and our people notice that and they missed it so I can't wait for the pandemic to be over so that people can come back to the Gillespie Centre and Hoskins Place and we call it the Gillespie Centre and serve um, again and it's one thing too that they talk about the people we serve is just being part of the community they never feel like oh I'm somebody that lives at the Gillespie Centre and I don't have a home they feel like they're part of the community and we have bicycles outside and our guests cycle around the town and they are part of the community and um, just love living at the Gillespie Centre but it is a a temporary place so we do um, you know, make sure that people don't get too comfortable either because it's just a stop on the road to get into where you need to be. Right, to, to recover and move on, right? And move to, on and have your yeah. own home. Everybody yeah. should have a home. There's yeah. not Everybody needs a roof over their head, mm-hmm. somewhere to hang their boots. It's um, very important. Yeah, I uh, had the good fortune of serving at Gillespie Center and I have a 16 year old daughter and a 14 year old son and they know nothing other than, you know, it, our job is to, to serve and help others. And, and uh, Gillespie Center has really helped me kind of lay that foundation uh, for my kids. And the other thing that really struck me, and I, I don't know when it hit me, but it hit me at one point when I was serving a meal and, you know, some of the people are, have real challenges, obviously. I mean, real challenges. Um, and, you know, I, I always thought that uh, this is somebody's son, this is somebody's daughter, this is somebody's maybe father, a brother. You know, these, these are people that um, have found themselves in this situation. And um, it's, it's never pretty, it's, it, but, but to serve that meal, like you said, and to – you know, to put your heart into it, um, I, I couldn't encourage enough people to get out there and volunteer because it's really changed my life and, and my, my family's life. And, and certainly 
that's the selfish side. But on the other side is really helping somebody out. Um, and uh, so I, I, I'm very fortunate to be in a town that uh, is so, so supportive of, of Gillespie Center and Homes with Hope. Yeah, and what, what you're saying is what I hear from all the volunteers that volunteer at Homes with Hope. They, I hear all the time, it, it, you know, when I came in first, I wasn't sure what to expect. And now I'll come back anytime I get an opportunity to um, do this because it, it was an eye-opener for my children, for my family, and also the whole feeling of um, how the people at Gillespie Centre felt about the food and the compliments about the home-cooked meals. And um, it's lovely to see the children making cookies and going around sharing their cookies and the whole interaction. It's quite amazing, actually. And the other side that we can't forget about at the Gillespie Centre is upstairs where we have the food pantry. And um, that's really important to our mission as well because we're able to support people from all over um, Fairfield County come in and get some bags of groceries for them and their families and um, we have been blessed that we don't rely on the food bank or any um, government funding at all there we totally it's supported by the people the local people um, they come with bags of groceries and um, non-perishable goods and all the items that um, are needed are on our website if anybody would like to donate food to Homes with Hope's food pantry and the food goes out to people in need and um, what we see now is a huge need for food um, and a larger number of people coming to the Gillespie Centre to receive food. We changed how we do things a lot and people don't come in but we um, the staff fill the bags of groceries and um, get them to the people. People come, there's times um, all on the website and come get the um, food and it's brought outside. It's very safe. Um, we really abide by, obviously, CDC guidelines and um, yeah. we keep everybody safe. And we w- put a big effort um, to make sure um, we educate everybody around the value of the vaccine and um, I have to say the Westport Westport Weston Health District and Dr Lou and um, the nurse Lauren there have been so supportive in coming doing testing at the Gillespie Centre every two weeks and um, now all our guests got the first opportunity and myself and the rest of the staff to get our vaccines. I'm blessed that I've had my both my vaccines and um, able to um, promote that with the people we serve and I really a big shout out to the Westport Weston Health District for their support in making sure that the most vulnerable in our community are taken care of and get the vaccine as a priority and um, that has been wonderful um, because it has been scary um, because the Gillespie Centre men's dorm is a big um, room where um, a dorm s- situation. Um, but there is a, a silver lining. While the pandemic happened, we moved um, with the support of the Department of Housing and Fairfield County Foundation. Um, um, the generosity of many of our donors, we were able to move people to a local hotel or two local Mm -hmm. hotels. We started with the elderly and then we got to move um, 
the others in large dorms so that we could renovate. And it was the first time in 37 years that our... Sorry, we've been around 37 years, Mm -hmm. but since the Gillespie Centre opened, it's been the first time that we had the place vacant and the floors were... um, pulled up and new flooring put mm. in and we painted and put up screens and dividers so that um, we could abide by social distancing, safe right. measures. And the place looks fabulous and I can't wait mm. for our donors and supporters to come back to see the Gillespie Centre. Mm. But in the meantime, I did a little tour of Homes with Hope and our different properties and what we're doing and you get to see inside the Gillespie Centre. And anybody that would like to see that, it's on our website we have a new website um, www.hwhct.org and please um, look at our website and um, my email details and my telephone number is on there and I would welcome anybody to call me and as people feel safe um, come visit Homes with Hope and learn about what we do because um, it's a wonderful organisation and I'm very proud of Homes with Hope and the position that I hold at the agency and the wonderful staff that we have so please come visit us uh, <laughs> or give me a call and um, I'll tell you more. So and, and along those lines what's what's coming up? What, I know that every year as an executive director at Homes with Hope since I've been associated with it um, I know that you are very successful in running a comedy night. Uh, are we doing that again this year? We are definitely doing that, and it's time to laugh again. <laughs> we all need a good laugh. Yep, we do. And uh, we changed it up last year. It used to be at the Quick Centre, and there was probably 650 people. It was a big event, and uh, this event is really, really important. And last year we did it totally virtually, so um, we had about 1,200 links. So this year we're it's going to be on June 12th, yeah. and it's going to be um, partly at the Westport Library, and um, there's going to be four comedians um, doing their comedy part virtually, and um, then the we will have special guests. Um, the police chief, um, the first selectman, and um, we have a comedian, actually a local comedian added in this year, which will be very fun, um, but it will be virtually the comedy side. And we have a young man from West, a young guy from Westport, um, Jamie Mann, who's very famous, and he's going to be doing our cocktail hour at the the Westport Library. We're making it very safe. We're going to have... Um, some space outside for people that don't feel comfortable coming inside and um, it's going to be a great night's entertainment Um, Alison um, Camarado is going to be um, doing special um, helping us out and um, so many other things it's going to be a great show I'm very excited about it and um, we have wonderful co-chairs, Alison Gopleg and um, Becky Martin, and ex- actually Dr. Scott Gopleg, who has been a leader um, with um, advising us all on the pandemic, is going to be um, a special guest again this year and um, helping us understand more about how um, our homeless population have been affected during the pandemic and just sharing some best practices and um 
he's just such a wonderful supporter of Homes with Hope and a Westport resident as well. Yeah, so we're yeah. all proud to have him in Westport. So uh, wrapping things up here, and, and we're going to get back to, to highlighting. So June 12th, again, don't miss that event. Go to Homes with Hope. The, their website and um, you can find out more there, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, make sure you do that. One question for you on, on um, running this nonprofit. So uh, some of the audience is, is coming from the nonprofit world and uh, we've got some budding, you know, future executives and future uh, leaders. Uh, what would be, I mean, looking back over your career, what would be some advice you could share with them as they, um, kind of progress into a role like yours? I guess go with your passion. Um, I feel that um, I never thought I would be the executive director of an agency that I care so much about, but I really wanted to support and help, and I went with my passion, and I was lucky enough to be able to um, lead an organization like um, Homes with Hope. So I think everybody has the ability to do um, whatever they want. If you have enough will and drive and um, just keep plugging along, you know, you take step by step. And just like I, um, our clients, they set their goals and mm-hmm. they it's little steps to get to each goal. Um, I feel like young people as they begin their careers like um, the young lady I met here today who's in Yukon um, it's very important to set your goals and your drive to what you want to do and it's so hard because when you I have a young daughter as well and she's looking at colleges and you know at 17 years of age what do you know what you want to do right so really you know look and see different things and when you get to what you really like go with it and there's so many opportunities in america so much um things that as a young person growing up in ireland i didn't have as much opportunities you know most people immigrated um to a wonderful country like america and i'm proud to be an american citizen now but um so in answer to your question, just go with your drive, go with what you believe and follow your dreams because dreams come true and everybody can get to that point. Just never give up. Keep going. That's great advice. That's great advice. Totally immerse yourself in what you're doing and, and then do a lot more of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> don't give up because don't there's up. many moments of failure along the way, but that's, you know, that all of that leads to success. There um, you go. So uh, now we're going to move into the, the fun part, the Connecticut. So, so pressure's off, I promise. <laughs> you can't give me a wrong answer. Uh-huh. So we call this Connecticut, Connecticut Rapid Fire Questions. It's really an idea would be to support our local businesses and, and uh, you know, community leaders and so forth. So we, we live in the land of the greatest pizza on earth. What's your favorite pizza place? I like Joe's Pizza in Westport. And um, I like in Fairfield, um, Naughty Dolphin at right at the train station. That's all you get. You get two. You get two. <laughs> so Joe's Pizza, shout out to Joe's Pizza uh, in Westport and the Naughty Dolphin in Fairfield. Both great places. I've eaten at both of them <laughs> and uh, I couldn't agree more. Um, are you a uh, coffee person, a beer person or something else? I like tea. You like tea. <laughs> so where do you go for a good cup of tea? 
Um, at home or uh, yeah I drink tea at home I drink tea at the office I I drink everywhere I go I like to get tea all right so anybody who's listening to this Uh if you want to win Helen over bring her a good cup of tea right (laughs) or come to my house and have a cup of tea with me (laughs) or that right and then finally uh, the question I always ask the, the guests is you know and I know you run homes with hope so you're not allowed to pick homes with hope in your answer here but if you're in a giving mood or a donating mood or, you know, if you think back to, to uh, supporting other charities, what, what nonprofit or charity comes to mind, Helen? Oh, there's so many. But um, since I began this job, I really got to see the value of Westport Rotary Club. And there's two rotaries in Westport. Um, I'm involved with the daytime with mm-hmm. you, Alex. Um, but there's also another one, Sunrise Rotary. They're two wonderful organizations based here locally in um, Westport. And there's also a backbone agency to our whole system called Supportive Housing Works, um, ran by a guy called David Rich. That's a great organization to um, supporting the homeless. Right. So more shout outs and, and we're going to, we'll publish that on our, our social media and, and our website. And, uh, well, I, I can't thank you enough for coming in, Helen, uh, you're a great guest and, and certainly a great person doing great things. Thank uh, you very much. You too. So <laughs> we're, we're really rooting for you and Homes with Hope and wish you nothing but success. And I also want to thank our, uh, our sponsors, Papa's Photography, Infinite Web Designs, and BRBG Insurance. We couldn't do any of this without them. And, um, you know, if you like what you see and what you hear, you know, make sure that you subscribe and like and share and do all the things that podcast uh, hosts uh, beg their audience to do. Um, And with that said, thank you so much and uh, have a great day.